if you'd like to contact me regarding the show, this episode, anything in particular, you can always reach me at adcomedyjokes at gmail.com. I'm always open to any type of criticism, be it what worked, what didn't work, what you like, what you didn't like. Maybe some things too long, maybe some things too short. Let me know. To help support this podcast, what you can do is wherever you're listening to the show that allows you to rate and review, please give us five stars. As we slowly move upon that chart, up the climate charts, I think we're like uh, 999,900,999,900 or something like that. Let's climb up those charts together. Let's watch this grow with potential. It's got potential to grow. With the right foundation and the right support behind it, I believe we can be better. I, strive, I subscribe to give you better as an audience member. Uh, thank you for listening to this show. Damn it, I need you to listen to this show. It's back to the trenches for me at work. Just remember, no one else tells you this today. I love you. Hey there, it's Adrian. And welcome to the SFW Podcast with Adrian. Just a heads up, the show is all about comedy and it's intended for a mature audience. We'll be fiercely diving into various topics, engaging in frank conversations that may push some boundaries. Remember, it's all in good fun. So don't take everything so seriously. We understand that opinions, statements expressed may not align with everyone's perspective. Now take a moment to acknowledge the importance of fair use doctrine under the Copyright Act. Fair use allows for limited use of copyrighted material without seeking explicit permission from the copyright owner. This doctrine takes into account factors such as the purpose and character of the use, the nature of copyrighted work and the amount used, and the effort on the potential market for the original work. By abiding by the principles of fair use, we're ensuring that we can provide insightful and entertaining content while respecting the rights of copyright holders. Encourage to explore more about the fair use and its guidelines to gain better understanding of this important aspect of copyright law. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode. Hope you enjoy. So I get this video pulled up here. I was looking for it for a minute. Uh, this young woman, beautiful young woman, is a dance coach or a dance. I think she teaches little kids ballet. But she has a message out there about trying to teach these kids nowadays and it's probably what you'd expect it to be oh they're all great they want they're wonderful rays of sunshine and the world bends to their will and i uh, wish them all the best i'm calling out all the parents if you're a parent and your child is in pre-k to elementary school elementary school to high school i'm calling you out the children today i have never experienced and i'm i'm 22 Having to teach and work with you guys as children has been the most traumatic experience of my life. I teach five-year-olds ballet. She teaches five-year-olds ballet. These are five-year-olds. These are kindergartners. Kindergarten, preschool, around that age, right? Five years old. Supposed to be learning your shapes, how to color, counting, simple stuff like that. Unless you're going to fucking Hogwarts or some shit like that. Busting out math equations. <laughs> but... Five years old. Just keep that in mind. Five-year-old girls ballet. I have a class with ten students. They don't respect any authority. You ask them, can you stand in your designated spot? They're telling you no and shut up. Mm-hmm. See? 
That's why I couldn't. That's why I couldn't keep teaching. I, 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 oddly enough, man, if I'd have gone the route, that route, I'd have been done with my obligations by now. So back when I was leaving high school, there was a university that was having a program because they were trying to get black male student, black male teachers, and it was like if you agree to go to school here for whatever many years, they'll pay for your college, but you have to teach for four years afterwards. Which in and of itself doesn't sound like a bad idea, but I know myself with kids, I don't like kids like that. So I was like, nah, I only want to do that. I was hoping to get out the area then, and, you know, in between that time and four years I'd go to New York and come back. So, you know, if I had stuck with that, I'd have been done right now and I could have been moving on to something else. But yeah, I just uh, I just thought about it. Cause I, I told a story before about my English teacher in senior year, Mr. Cook. Fresh-faced guy, just graduated high school. Not just graduated, just graduated college maybe a year ago. Maybe like a year ago he had started when I was a junior. And he was optimistic and he's like, I'm going to change the world. And six months into his first year there, he's just sitting, you see him sitting at the table with his head. Like, what the fuck am I doing in my life? <laughs> when you question your existence and all types of fucking existential dilemmas. But yeah, anyway, these are five-year-old kids. They're throwing things at each other. They're throwing things at other people, other classmates. Mm -hmm. You say, can everybody sit in their spot? I don't want to. I'm not doing that. You don't get to tell me what to do. You're not my mom. You confront the parent. The parent tries to argue with you and fuss at you because you tried to reprimand and redirect their kid. Mm -hmm. I told a young little girl, please sit in your spot. You're not my mom, you don't tell me what to do. Okay. When her mom came to pick her up, I said, hey, your daughter's having a hard time following instructions. And seven times today, I've had to redirect her to just sit in her spot. Mm -hmm. Well, clearly she didn't want to sit, and mind you, this is a mom. Clearly she didn't want to fucking sit right there. So, I mean, if she's telling she don't want to do something, why keep asking her to do it? You know she's not going to do it. What world do we live in? Like, what? And you guys' brain, as a parent, says, hmm, my kid not following any directions is a, is a great thing. And we're going to have them in, in ballet, which is supposed to be a disciplined thing. So I guess it's all for, I guess it's all for like, you know, I would assume everything I've seen about ballet is all about discipline and coordination and things like that. It's very weird that they, those, those would be... Black kids, I bet, because she's black. But I'm not saying that it could be little white kids. I don't know. It could be a mix. But based on this, things that's probably most likely black. <sighs> and then you gotta deal with fucking parents. You know, ask your kid to um, quietly sit down, and take their spot. Kid told me to go fuck myself. You're not my mama. Well, clearly the kid didn't want like, oh god, god damn it, that just hurts my head. Hurts my faith in humanity or stuff like that. Because it's a five-year-old, right? There's only so much you can do about that with a five-year-old. Say, hey, don't talk like that. Don't do that. And you're hoping there's some kind of parental guidance in the house that would redirect that energy and show them a better way or discipline them or something. I'm not saying beat the kid, but some kind of discipline or something. You know, time out, take away your tablets, take away your phone. Fucking five-year-olds probably got the new iPhone, and they're five. And they got the new iPhone with all the apps on them already. Fireworks making TikToks. It's not that serious, and y'all don't have a right to tell her what to do. It's sad. It's sad. It's really, 
really sad. And another thing that's heart wrenching is horrifying. This one really got me too. Made me made me wanna cry, cry, cry with her, and cry for her. This part here coming up. It is horrifying. Your five-year-old daughters are asking to listen to Powtown and Ski. Your daughters, your five-year-old daughters, Five -year -old. are asking, "Can we hear your Powtown?" I'm playing. Five-year-olds asking to listen to Powtown. And then, of course, what the artist says, well, the parents need to, uh, what's, the, what's the excuse? Your parents are responsible for what the kids listen to? Or something like that. So that extent, which is true to an extent, but I'm going to hear it regardless, no matter what. But don't you think you'd be responsible for the type of art you put out as well? I mean, no one ever has that conversation with them. Don't you think as an artist you should be responsible for the type of stuff you put out to the atmosphere to coexist? If you're a rapper and all you do is make music about trapping, shooting your ops, getting money, fucking bitches, smoking on your ops, smoking that shit, popping pills, doing all whatever, and you get killed or die of an overdose, I'm supposed to feel sorry for you? No, because you put that out in the universe. Mm -hmm. Princess Tiana, back up. Father, you can do, sweetie. It's and I'm just... so scared for these little girls today because this is the most insane, insane this agenda this... push I have ever seen in my life. We do freestand. You guys' daughters are twerking at five. Five. Where's the parenting? Where's the boundaries? Where's the help? Y'all are not helping your kids. You're hurting them. Yes. Absolutely. Totally agree. I come every day dressed, ready to go, and I'm in school too. I'm in college. I mean, I put bows in my hair. I'm wearing leotards. I, I'm i trying to get them interested in, in, in like proper things for their age, and you guys are exposing your kids to this raunchy, secular music. Why is you guys' five-year-old daughter singing Pound and it's just really, 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 it's upsetting. That's sad because those are the little girls, right? That's upsetting for little girls. Think about little boys listening to fucking drill music or trap music all day and shit. Talk about, I got, I got, I got ops everywhere, homie. Five-year-old, too. Five-year-old boy say something to you? I don't know if his dad's in the picture or not, but it's the same conversation. Same conversation, both sides, man. It, it hurts so much to hear. It's, it's good that there's people out there that acknowledge that this shit is fucked up. But what can we do about it? What is what is the solution? I mean, where do we go so wrong as, 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 a, as a country where that's completely okay for five-year-olds to be singing pound, pound Town and twerking? It's not necessarily Sexy Rare's fault. She's just trying to get on like everyone else before her got on. So, I mean, you can't really blame her. You can blame the music industry for pushing that to the forefront. But, you know, it, I don't know, man. And I feel so bad. And I, I, 
I've watched different techniques, soft skills, soft parenting, gentle parenting. I'm patient. I don't, you know, I don't yell. I'll say, hey, you know, let's regroup. If you guys need five minutes, let's do some breathing. Your kids are telling me to shut up. You mm -hmm. guys' kids are saying, I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that. You're not my mom. Then why are they fucking there? Is my question. I mean, is this a paid thing that she's doing? Like, a, like she's like a ballet teacher thing? Because I imagine if you're paying money to take your kid to ballet, ballet is pretty expensive. It's one of the things that's pretty expensive. Not a lot of hood people get into ballet. You know, you want to show them something different and how to dance and stuff like that. That's fine. But if you're, if this is something you're paying for and you want your kid to get the best out of it, she's got a point. Like, or is this just some free sign up, a Section 8 program you can sign up for just to keep them off the streets? Or I ain't got to watch it for two hours after school or some shit like that. Then it's kind of like, well, it is what it is, unfortunately. But I'm assuming you got to pay for this because I don't think ballet is one of the things that's. I mean, I'm sure in some areas it's not free, but I don't know, it's just not pushed. I haven't, I haven't seen it pushed that much. I know dance itself, like general dance classes, they do those at the community center from time to time, but ballet itself is like such a focused skill that it takes a lot of time, effort, and to get into that. They're putting their hand, they're hitting each other and hitting other kids. You address the parent. The parents are telling you, you don't tell my daughter what to do. It's not that bad. Well, at least she was in the class. At least, at least, at least. It's all these excuses. Y'all come in and you're more worried about what's going on on your Instagram and TikTok feed versus being a parent. Be a fucking parent. You guys are horrible fucking parents. Yep. Like, I'm sorry to say it, but this generation of some of my, some of the mom, not. I wonder where she's from. It's all it's universal all over, but I wonder if it's specific. Specific. I have trouble talking sometimes, as you can tell. Listen to the show. You know, like I don't know. Some places it's like goddamn. You know, like just give up hope. South Side of Chicago, Detroit, uh, parts of Baltimore, parts of Philly, the Bronx, <laughs> Florida, even <laughs> just all of Florida. It's like, yeah, I would expect that here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I all, not all, but majority, majority that I've dealt with, with kids that are between the ages of five and four and three, you guys don't parent your children at all. They have no basic comprehension skills. They can't sit still. No attention span. They're hitting people. They can't talk. They can't communicate. They don't even know how to say, like, I want to go to the bathroom. If you ask them a question, they're they're rude, nasty, horrible attitudes at five. And they want to hear pound town. What are you guys doing with your kids? Mm. What are you guys literally doing with your kids? Because I have never in my life experienced something so horrible. I literally don't even want to teach ballet to you guys' kids anymore. Because they are so hard to work and deal with, and I. You just got to market yourself to a better, better. But then you know, you wonder why they don't have certain programs in certain areas. 
It's because you try to bring it there and people fuck it up for everyone else. Something like that. Like, I'm sure she goes over to the, to, the, to, the, to the white area. I mean, anybody of any race can be... This can apply to anybody of any race. I mean, we're all human, right? But just from speaking when I'm growing up, you try to bring something new to a certain area and maybe a couple kids will check it out see what it's about or whatever and they start acting up and tearing shit up and makes you not want to be there anymore makes you not want to teach these kids this particular set of skills anymore so you take that and then you bring it somewhere else to quote unquote white white crafts with the richie uppy people the middle class upper class people and you get a little better and then they want to be in the hood talking about there ain't nothing for our kids to do man they out here in the streets that's why they ain't got nothing to do man what are the programs for the kids to help them get off the streets yeah, well, they were trying to bring programs to you all, and you all fucked it up. See, I literally see why the teachers are quitting. Mm-hmm. And your kids are getting expelled and kicked out because it's no way, it is literally no way that this is happening. And you guys don't see any issue with it. Nope, I don't see nothing wrong with I tell you, you're girl kidding someone, and you're saying, well, what the fuck did the little bitch do to my daughter to make her want to hit? Oh. Nothing. Literally nothing. Your daughter just decides she, she wants to put her hands on people. And you don't correct And, you know, little kids, five years old, hit each other and throw stuff and might not have the best attention spans. So that's one thing in and of itself. But the, 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 when no one's correcting that behavior to instill that in them, or when they try to correct them, you get pushback from the kid and you get pushback from the parents. That's when it's a problem. It's only so many times you can say, well, that's just a little kid. They don't know no better. What about you? What are you doing? Clearly, you... That's why I think it should be some kind of test or something to have kids. They allow you to breed to have kids. Fix that. You can have as many kids as you want by as many people as you want. If you're financially responsible or not, that's up to you and the person you have the kids with. You can be in their lives or not be in their lives. You can provide just the lowest of the bear. Food, shelter, and clothing. Sometimes that shit is just the bear. And that's the bear because of your struggles. That's whatever. But I'm saying you're doing the bare minimum because you're doing the bare minimum. You're not trying to see. You're not trying to provide better. You're just doing the bear. There's no, I mean, social services, child, child protection. There should be something in there, right? Now they don't give a shit, right? There's not really much enforcement on that end. Until it's like signs of abuse or neglect. And then if someone reports it, to you buy a car, you gotta have the car insured. You gotta have all the stuff for the car. If you have a car, you're driving, you have any, you don't have any insurance, and none of your stuff's up to date. You can get a ticket, you can get fined, you can get put in jail, all types of shit. That's a car. It's a piece of property. A kid is a human being. Why do you have more strict regulations on a piece of property than you have a human being? I don't understand that at all. Sir, you're yelling at me, asking me why does she feel like she wants to hit? What parenting is happening? You guys are worried about seafood boils and dates and fucking, like, partying and being a hot mom. Mm -hmm. You guys are shitty moms. And it needs a change. Stop listening to sexy red around your children. Talk to your kid. Interact with them. Mm -hmm. Teach them. Listen to them. Teach them to respect authority. Don't say you don't have to listen to anyone unless they're me. Your kids are so horrible and hard to deal with, and I'm blaming the parents. You because should. they have horrible guidance.
Mm-hmm. And it needs to be a change. And I'm asking, I don't can somebody's mom stitch me and say like what the holdup is? What is the issue? Why are you listening to raunchy music around your kids? Why is it that you have to deal with certain people and be rude about it? Why can nobody correct your kid or help them get on a better track? And why do you guys approve and applaud bad behavior? Why? It's more, it's more, it's more to be infamous than it is to be a good person. Just like I said with the whole thing with social media, man. You can be a good person. I could fucking every weekend, every Sunday, I could go out and buy a bunch of food and make meals and pass them out to the homeless and not, you know, film it or put it on camera or whatever. But I'm not looking for publicity, right? I can do that for months and months and years and years, right? Just do it to my, by myself. Don't say anything to anybody. I'm just passing out food and shit to the homeless, right? Maybe somebody will hear about it and be like, oh, yeah, maybe he, you want to interview him? He's doing a good thing. Interview him. Maybe, right? That's not guaranteed. And I'm not looking for that. But... How many times on the news where someone does something fucked up? Uh, what was that boy was going around punching people in the park? Punch people in the park, right? And the news crew went to his house to interview him to ask him why he was doing that. So he gets he gets another, not only are you doing a story on him, then he gets to be on TV again because he's the story of the moment. The 15 minutes, however long segment, not even well, not 15 minutes, but you know, yeah. I understand what I did was wrong. Uh, I should not have done that, and I will not do that again. I apologize for my actions. Shout out, Key Murray. What's up? Yo, take Key. We on here, man. You know what I'm saying? P.I.C. You boy, we out here. You know what I'm saying? Oprah forever, homie. This is. Why? Why? Because I'm telling And then, not only that, you watch interviews where they get more more indignant, where they completely deny any responsibility. I ain't do that. Well, you clearly don't care. That's not me. I'm always talking about get the fuck out of my face. You know. <laughs> All the teachers that are good and have genuine interest in building your kids, I want to help them. I want to mm-hmm. help these little girls realize that they are precious, that they have purpose, that they're beautiful, that they're smart and intelligent, and that they can be somebody. Not, I don't want to see little five-year-olds trying to twerk to pound town. <sighs> I don't either. And good for her, man. She's a beautiful young, young, young black girl. Very beautiful. Clearly, she was raised right. She has a sense of morality and then knows that sometimes you're raised in a good home of love and support and all the right things, and you can turn out to be a fucked up person. But clearly, her parents or whoever raised her did a good job. Or maybe she did it herself. Sometimes that happens as well. But, you know, good for her, man. I hope to meet a woman like that in my life one day. That, 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 is, that, can, that definitely would like to buy her dinner and I would even look forward to getting into panties. <laughs> and you guys like think to, that it's cute. But <laughs> and I'm com- I clearly didn't mean to sexualize that poor young woman that's going through this hard time. I was trying to make a joke, make light of the situation. I'm saying equivalent is I don't know what I could cook her a meal or make her feel better or something like that. Like Italian food, I know a bunch of Italian dishes I can make. There's some food. It'll, 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 it won't solve the problem, but it'll, it'll, it'll make you feel a little better on here because it needs to be a change so please tell me as an educator a teacher and i'm not i'm just a ballet teacher i'm not a regular trained institutional teacher Mm -hmm. i'm teaching five-year-old ballet and these are all the problems starting now 
at five year old. So what needs to be done in Hatchin to fix this issue? Please, somebody tell me. Somebody make it make sense because I'm telling it's you, never I'm this close to quitting and saying I never want to work with people's kids again because this has been the most horrible experience. I've literally I've never dealt with an experience like this. Listening to raunchy music around your kids needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Applauding bad behavior needs to stop. Oh yeah, you know, like you ever seen it sometimes where, excuse me, a little kid will say a bad word on purpose. Not not like they're trying them they're mispronouncing something, and they they say it wrong. You say hey, don't say that. No, that's not how you say that. Like a little kid be like, fuck you. <laughs> hey, yo, little hey, say it again, say it again, say it again. Fuck you. <laughs> I've seen that before. I've seen it in person a few times. Like, hey, man, you ain't a little kid. No, don't fucking applaud that shit. Or what's even worse is when the little kids, like toddlers and babies and stuff, mimic parent behavior that is very, because this is what they see. Um... I don't know if I can find the video because it was like watching a bunch of video. It's, it's hard to find it. I wouldn't even know what the fuck I searched for. But uh, little little girl, um, this toddler kid was like like I guess the father was like holding the little girl, and you know it was like oh that's that's sweet that's you know oh it's nice that's nice see daddy daughter time and the little girl was like talking to him and then she was had her finger in his face like way back yeah the head moving finger moving napping talking to him he's like hey don't talk to me like that and then she starts tapping her hands he's talking clearly she's seen that from somewhere that's that's learned behavior probably from the mother like she was like arguing with the dad over you can't really understand what the kid's saying because the kid's talking gibberish but the way she was moving, with the head moving, the finger moving, the hand clapping, it's like, oh yeah, she's definitely seen her mom do that before and, and emulated that towards him or somebody. Not giving your kid your attention, but throwing an iPad at them or a tablet yes. because you don't want a parent needs to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm coming on here and I'm begging you guys, I'm asking you to really please make a change Make a change. Yep. So that's pretty much the gist of it, man. That's sad, man. The poor woman. Just go through that. You know what's weird is you don't get any. There's no fucking. I'm I'm 34 years old, right? I don't have any kids. There's no as a black male in America living in a major metropolitan area like Washington D.C. There's no. Like, hey, man, thank you for not having a bunch of kids out here fucking up the spot, man. We appreciate that, man. Nah, but Ray Ray, Tyrone, and Jamal got eight baby moms apiece. Each one has eight baby mamas. They out here impregnating, don't see their kids. Don't kids. Or they love to talk about the kids they got, but they don't ever see none of them or take care of them. <sighs> it's one of those things. I just, I just, I just stopped caring a long time ago. To be honest with you, it's just one of those things. Like it hurts too much to care. It hurts way too much just to care anymore. I'd rather not care and just be 
apathic, like kind of like just kind of eh, whatever towards it, than to care and just be heartbroken like this poor girl because it's, it's just, it hurts too much. I'm not saying you can't expect more on human beings. I'm just saying, Lord, you stand just a little bit sometimes. That's all you can do. That's really all you can do in life. But these poor kids, man, they're starting off at that age doing this type of stuff, and their parents aren't correcting them. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. And then they wonder when they get older and they start doing all these crabs and stuff, why they can't control their kids. We didn't instill that in them early. In my lifetime, I've never, when I was, when I was with my grandparents, I've never, I was always afraid of getting in trouble. Like, like, criminal trouble. I mean, yeah, I mean, I did things, you know, smoking a little weed and stuff like that, but I was never, like, disruptive in class or anything like that. I wasn't the most uh, active in class. I was kind of like an average student. I wasn't active, but I wasn't disruptive, depending on the subject. Though. Some subjects I was more um, active in than others, but, like, for the most part, you know, I, I came to class, did my work, didn't make it hard for the teacher or anything like that. So many times, man, I remember I was in fourth grade. I've known I told the story before. I was in fourth grade. We had this, like, hippie, hippie white lady teacher, right? She was all about, like, you know, hey, kids. She was kind of more about way before, like, this came back around, you know, letting kids learn through experiences instead of, like, by the book type of stuff. And she was, like, real, you know, real gentle, real soft-spoken, real sweet. Hey, guys, you know, what? And these kids acted up so bad in this classroom. And I'm in fourth grade, you know, all these kids are acting up in the classroom. This lady, this soft smoke the soft spoken hippie white lady, cursed and raised her voice so bad she quit. I remember she quit. I remember I was in the class. I don't know how many years she was teaching before that. But she quit. She said, You guys are the most disruptive. You not all you know, she was made here, not all of you. But the majority of you all make hard teaching you all little you know did her little thing and she quit she quit after that she didn't want to teach anymore or didn't want to teach that I don't know if she ever went back to teach or not she, she quit <sighs> you think kids in the ghetto are bad what do we do about kids that have money this is uh they will kill you when celebrity kids go wrong and you think that okay maybe the problem is like with the first video is these parents or off of fucking parents, but let's just say that let's let's take let's take that extreme out of the out of the, out of the act. Let's say you're a single parent. You're working multiple jobs to put food on the table, keep the lights on, keep a place to stay, and just like that. You don't have all the time to sit and talk with your kids. Sometimes you just hope they're doing the best they can, right? You check in with them every now and then, but for the most part, you're working day and night shifts. You might see them in the morning before they school, go to school, and maybe you might see them when you come home and they're in bed or something like that, right? You're just hoping for the best for them, right? I'm, I'm working hard to provide for you. If I had the money, I would be here in your life, and I would nurture you and love you with support, right? I wouldn't have to work all these crazy hours, and we could actually be a family, eat dinner together, tell them about your day, that type of stuff, right? But what if you have money? You have all the money in the world, and you still have kids to fuck up. What do you do? 25-year-old Montana Fishburne, the daughter of actor Lawrence Fishburne, who starred in the Matrix franchise, was arrested for DUI in the early hours of March the 11th. Montana Fishburne, he's going to say it anyway, also known as Chippy D in the point. I think she only did like one video or something like that. Eh, it's mid. And it's the only fact that she was like... Clearly, there's something going on. It's clearly, it was something to get back at daddy. I don't know what their relationship is. 
I don't know if maybe she felt neglected or if there's abuse or something going on in there. But she clearly said, like, she wanted to, uh, she was like, look at me now, Dad. Literally said that in one of the interviews or something like that. It wasn't about her owning her sexuality, as they like to say, or, or, or trying to empower herself. It was more about, like, uh, my bus is open on, on camera for you. This is back in the days of, like, this is way before, like, OnlyFans, Instagram, social media, stuff like that. This is talking about, like, used to get, like, porn on DVDs. I think I had one with her in it. Uh, well, it wasn't that great. Just like the one that uh, I saw the girl from Family Matters was in one. The one, the sister that went upstairs and never came back down. She was in a porn. And she did once one 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 thing. And it was like, ugh. It's like, eh. I mean, other than who you are, it's not really that great. It's not entertaining. I mean, you're not bad to look at, but it, it, what you're doing here is kind of lazy. It's average. I'm like Peter Griffin. <laughs> the thing, he's like, I can name all porn stars that ever been, even ones that just started the day. <laughs> but it's my wife. Eleventh <laughs> of 2017. 2017. In the wake of her infamous porn career that reportedly embarrassed her father, mm -hmm. she'd taken up exotic dancing upon moving to Fort Lauderdale. So now she's she's dancing in Fort Lauderdale. So if I go to Lauderdale right now, can I? I get to kill you. Oh, fuck! I can't believe that happened. That sound I made was my drink spilled onto the floor. I guess I missed putting it on the table. I got a weird setup going on here. <clears throat> Better on the floor than on the equipment, I will say. So I'm not I'm not upset about that as much. And at least I'm away from the power outlets. So it just spilled on the floor. It's you know, whatever. Just put a towel down and let it dry and I'll scrub it later on. It's not the worst thing that can happen, but it's not great. Let me put this here, then fuck it. I got a whole thing right here. I could have put them putting this thing on. There. It's away from the equipment and it's away from the fucking power stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in. That's 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 yeah. That's that's what happens sometimes. Uh, so better on the floor than the equipment, I would say. At least. So what was I saying? Uh, if I go to Fort Lauderdale, I'll be able to see her dance. She's not bad looking, but I feel like she's got a lot of problems. You know what I mean? I just like to sit down with her one-on-one, -on -one, like an interview for like the podcast. I mean, just talk, ask her about her upbringing. Was it like, I mean, are you all right? Was there anything going on in your childhood? Was it just maybe your dad was working all the time? Or maybe you're, you just didn't see him? Or abuse? Or like, what's going on? I mean, I, I feel like, I really feel like I'll probably get that out with somebody talking to her because... Believe it or not, a lot of people come up to me sometimes and just tell me stuff I did not want to hear about them. People tend to overshare on me a lot. It's like to the point where I either I should have go do I should have gone to therapy and been a, been a therapist and get paid for that to hear for you to unload these disturbing things to me for free. Now I gotta walk around with that knowledge as well. It's kind of like ugh. But anyway, once Fishburne's porn star daughter Montana arrested for DUI urinates on the side of the road. Where the arrest took place, two state troopers responded to an accident on Interstate 95 near the Oakland Park Boulevard exit. A Toyota Corolla, driven by Montana, had rear-ended a Land Rover. Mm. One of the state troopers approached Montana and smelled a strong odor of alcohol on her breath. The troopers gave her field sobriety tests, which she failed. Yep. At one point, she All right, uh, we're going to go to her arrest thing real quick because that was funny. <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll go to the rest thing. We'll go, hold on. 
And I need to laugh after everything that just happened as well. <laughs> All right, they got her in handcuffs already. They told her to sit on the guardrail. And she ran into the car. She's taking her shoes off. And now she's showing off for the police footage for the for the dash cam. Jesus Christ, dude. You have a strong order of alcohol coming from the inside of you, your mouth area. When you become a cop, do they show you how to fill out police reports and stuff like that when you're doing it, or are they just like, I don't know. I'm assuming that's got to be one of the things, right? It's like the basic of the job, but you'd be surprised I don't know how to do that shit. Or they have someone else do it for them. Hey, take this out for me real quick. <laughs> Doing the field sobriety test. Where they stopped on the side of uh, I can always always highway, freeway, parkway, expressway, something that's a lot of cars going by. It says East Oakland Park Boulevard, exit 31A. I'm assuming this is in Florida. Can't do that. Yeah, I got blown. Up. I got my back blown out by twelve dudes doing a DP. I can't either. I can't do that shit sober. Standing one foot straight. I can't do that. You got any injuries that you know about? Yeah, I'm fucking fat and lazy. <laughs> I, I would just. Maybe I can walk heel to toe for a couple of feet. I mean, I'm talking about me sober. I would just be like, ugh. I don't think they do the alphabet backwards anymore, do they? Some people don't even know the alphabet's forward. You know what I mean? I guess they ask you what your level of education is. And then they ask you to do it. What's your level of education? <laughs> Kindergarten. Dropped out. I said, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Touch your nose. I can do that. Walk a straight line, heel to toe. Take nine steps, pivot, and come back to me. I should be an asshole. She walked around like a circle and was counting. Like one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine. There you go. I did it. Walk straight. You don't fucking admit that shit. I've been arrested before. Yeah, this is nothing to me. Come on now, do your job, homie. <laughs> What's wrong with her? This is about six years ago. I have friends that are police officers. They just got hired. Okay. And, and not only that, but in the situation we are going through with Donald Trump, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her mother is 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 Latino. Her mother looks. Her mother just looks like a black woman. But her mother is Latino. I think she was that Gina Torres. Is that his, is that her mom? I don't want to speak bad. I know they were married for a while, but I don't I don't I don't know if that was her mom or not. Uh, what I'd say, Montana, Montana Fishburne's parents, clearly Lawrence, right? The fuck is going on with this? Why is it so fucking slow, dude? What the hell? You know, sometimes your fucking internet is like super duper fast. As soon as you open up the thing, you quickly clack. Fishburne. Uh, parents. Oh no, wait. Her mom is. I don't know who that is. Hagina Omas. I don't know who that is. I know he was married to Gina Torres for a while, but I don't. Children. Montana and Langston Fishburne. Maybe he's multiple kids. I don't know. Ex-wife and married. I don't, I don't know. Uh, a model, actress, and social media personality. Yeah, right. You really giving her fucking all that shit. Professional <laughs> pornographic film actress. Uh. So pretty much, when she started doing porn, he disowned her. That's his, that's his prerogative to do that. I mean, maybe he tried to, you know, you don't know. So you say, oh, that's kind of fucked up. Clearly she needs help or something like that. But you don't know the situation. Like I said, it could be abuse. It could be something with her being overly rebellious. To, you know, to the point where, like, he tried to talk to her before and she wasn't listening. Now he's like, I'm done with you. You disowned type deal. So, you know, know. but you don't know me. You've been fucking arrested before to a cop. Yeah, we've been arrested for, oh, man, you know, punchy cops. Take your gun from you. Poke your chest with it, shoot you the lick up time, make you dance. All that all type of fun. It's all fun and games, right? Let you go right there. Well, you know, American, I would appreciate if you can have me show me the exercise Show me and they have so much patience for drunk girls. Drunk dudes not getting that kind of patience. As a black American in this Trump era, I demand that you show me how to do the exercise properly. So that I know how to do it. So that when I do it, it's not just a fucked up thing. And you can just strike me for it. Get inside the cruiser now. <laughs> Even though she's fucking handcuffed with her hands on her back. Just like me, they fucking shot me. Get real up. Like, I just, ah, dude. I mean, I've been in some situations where police were dicks. For no reason. And you're complying, like, I understand, officer, this, that, whatever. And it's just being dicks, but, like, even when you comply sometimes, it's not enough. You're doing correct. All right. Good. It makes you feel better, okay? That, that really makes me feel better because I do not like the political situation in America. Okay. That is what I'm about. All right. How did she make this a political arrest? Like, she's trying to be like, oh, I was a, I was a political prisoner? This got nothing to do with Trump. This got you being a fucking menace to society. You're not... I don't know. Like I said, I don't know anything about this poor girl's background other than she's Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. It could be a lot going on there. Maybe it's just a chemical imbalance. 
that's a general thing nowadays. I mean, it's it's, and you have to wonder why so many people are around this. I mean, it could be systematic things going on. But how can you live generations in an area with crime, poverty, and violence, and not think that's going to affect your mental state somehow? Once you feel like once you're automatically born to that, you're suffering from something. But I don't know what her upbringing was like. I don't know if she always had that or or if it, something happened. I was gonna say oh, I'd like to talk to her for at least like <clears throat> thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. So I'm not even trying to like oh let me talk for thirty minutes. I'm trying to get into that. No, like legitimately, like I just want to know where it because is is this a fuck you daddy trying to get his attention type of thing where maybe there wasn't enough love going around or did something happen that caused it or did she just decide to do it on her own? Like, I just woke up one day and decided what I wanted to do. I like doing it and I want to do it. If that's the case, then, all right, so I hope you get help, but, you know, that's whatever. Just trying to look for a reason behind the behavior. That's that's like, okay, I understand why you do that now. Sometimes the reason behind it is just like, really? That's kind of, but then you can't really tell people how to react to certain things. Oh, I grew up my dad. Yeah, well, I did too. So, you know, a lot of other people did too. Look at that. So fucking. He's hear these cars and stuff going by. Dude, that is so fucking dangerous being pulled over, being arrested on that. Where's that car at? Anyways, behind the car? I didn't even see her car. Like, she's in front of the cruiser, but there's no car in front of the cruiser. So where's her car at? Is it behind the cop car? That's weird. I really need to pee. She needs to pee. She pulled down her pants. Oh, they, well, yeah, you know, I'll see that. Where can I go to watch uncensored police footage? I don't mean like them beating somebody to death, but like stuff sometimes when they blur. She pulled down her panties and started stepping over the, um, it's that little metal wall, not the jersey wall, but the little metal wall that goes across that so you don't go over the sides. Small little metal thing that goes there, the barrier. She steps over that to go pee. And I guess she already started pulling her panties down because they blurred it or maybe she didn't have any on to begin with. I don't fucking know. And they're trying to stop her. They're trying to pull her over. She's like, I got to pee. I mean, is that another truck? No. I mean, you rather me pee here or pee in the back to your SWAT car? Because you got to clean it out. So. <laughs> as long as she's not trying to make an escape or nothing like that, I guess it's probably nowhere to go from there. Especially handcuffs like that. It's hard to run with your hands handcuffed behind your back. Not saying you can't do it, but to successfully get away, you got to get them in front of you. At least, at the very least. You're already doing it. And then sometimes, you know, with stuff like that, especially with a with an intoxicated female um, subject and stuff like that, I really feel like it would help to have a female officer present there. Like, me personally, that's why I'm not a cop, because I'm not saying I would be a bad cop, but I would start off good. 
I would have all the fucking spill up. I would have all the fucking, you know, right intentions in the world, but sometimes you get unchecked power. When you get unchecked power, some you get unchecked power, you could easily become corrupt. Easily. You know? Talking about you do something and look at say, hey, let me slap, bro. I'll throw you a little ten, 10 bands right there, bro. You can keep that shit. Just let me go, bro. Set a little bag for the money right there. Let me go, man. I don't fucking, you know, let me go, man. You know? Woman, you know, a little cutie, just a little intoxicated. Officer, officer, I'll suck your dick if you let me go, officer. I'll suck your dick. Um, just back to base, uh, my body cam thing is function is not functioning right. Turn that shit off, throw it in the <laughs> You know, I, that's why that's why I don't want myself. I know me, I know me personally. Like I said, I, I would like to think I would do the right thing. I mean, clearly with like systematic stuff and things like that, I'd be like, no, no, we gotta stop that. But dude, I would easily get trapped with some shit, either, either something with money. You know, hey, let me go. You can have that bag full of money. It's about like twenty bands in there. You can let me go, man. And I'll let you have it. Look around. All right, go ahead, go, go, run, run, run. <laughs> I wonder if there was ever a, like a thing where they thought they got away like that, and they was like, "I'm just fucking with you now. Nah, you under arrest, bro." <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, or like I said, like her. When they offer to give up sexual favors to get out of a road traffic stop or something like that, then it leads to a whole different type of thing. But shouldn't that be on the fault of the person as well? Was, <laughs> I didn't bring it up. She offered it to me. I mean, if you brought it up, hey, suck my dick. I won't write you this ticket. That's one thing. But if I'm doing my job and you offer it to me, it's kind of like, hey, you started it first. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure someone's using it as an offense. <laughs> I was buying my business. They started it first, man. Come on now. I didn't even bring that up. Yeah, so she's over the thing pen. I would like to give him my legal name. Is her pants not up all the way? She got something on her. He had to take it off. Something on her, like, I guess, like a piece of trash or something, a rope or something that was over there. Because when she stepped over, he, like, grabbed it. It was like a piece of plastic or something. He had to, like, pull it off her body. But then, it, like, her under part is still blurred. So I wouldn't have gone anywhere near that. Hey, man, you got that down there. But anything blow your waist while your coochie's out. <laughs> I'm not getting in trouble. And she's still looking at the camera trying to look cute. I mean, she's a, she's a pretty girl. She's a pretty woman. I don't know why she has to go through all this drama. Like I said, I don't know what it is. I Like I said, I love, I love to talk to her for a minute to find out what's going on. Commercial. We're going back to the uh, Rich Kids video. I'm not really a breakfast person. It looks good, but I'm not really a breakfast person. I wouldn't mind, though. I would love this to happen one time in my life, at least one time. Either after a night of passionate lovemaking with my lover. Either be at a one-night stand or um, a one-night stand or a uh, committed relationship or something like that. Like, we've been seeing each other for a minute. 
That's got to stop here. Yeah, I had to rewind it because it went back to the later part of it. What is this? I don't know what that is. That, that sounds interesting. I got to remember to look that up. Um, what was I just saying? Dagnabbit. Oh, kid, celebrity kids gone wrong. And these are just like small, I'm sure there's like a bunch of ones out there that you never even fucking heard of that have like fucking fucking up and shit like that. Um, yeah, pretty much the video we saw, she's like, and the whole time she's she's like, she's looking at the camera, at the, you know, like, this is my time to shine. Like, no, not what a fucking police arrest. I mean, I, whatever. It was 3-11-2017. At one f- almost two a.m., pretty much it's like one fifty nine. <laughs> pretty much at two a.m. From driving number eleven, Nicholas Bolia, sixteen days. Nicholas Bolia, Nicholas Bolia. How do I know that name? Bolia, Bolia. I, I I was like, it took me a minute because I was like, how's that name sound familiar? This is motherfucking Hulk Hogan's son. Terry himself, his son, the Hulkamaniac. The guy that was the fucking face of everything during the 80s and early 90s. And then he switched to NWO and got popular again. This is his son. After receiving his third speeding ticket in 2007, 17-year-old Nicholas Bolia was involved in a serious crash in Florida. Bolia is the son of American professional wrestler Terry Bolia, better known by his ring name, Hulk Hogan. I'll be honest with you, I didn't know what Hulk Hogan's last name was. I knew his first name was Terry, because I've heard him call that before. I never bothered to look up Hulk Hogan or anything like that. And to be honest with you, I was never really a fan of his. Like, okay, so when I got into wrestling as a youth, as a youth, men in wrestling, a youth man, you know what I'm saying? Um, probably around, what's the time period I got into? I, I don't remember what age. It was like fourth or fifth grade or something like that, right? Um, what was it? I have to look back. I'm pretty sure DX NWO was a thing. And I remember it was a period of time where like kids couldn't wear DX t-shirts to school and you can't wear South Park t-shirts to school. And you couldn't wear an NWO t-shirt to school. Which NWO is like not that bad compared to DX where the back of a set suck it. Or South Park where it's about vocal language and stuff like that. But definitely NWO was like one of those things. Like, when did I get into wrestling? I don't remember exactly when. I know the time period. It was either before the fifth grade I was in. But I don't remember exactly what was going on during those. And I remember watching retro, retrospectives around that time period. And I was like, oh, yeah, that might, that might have been the time I was in there. Of course, some pay-per-view, D'Lo Brown was fighting Jeff Jarrett for the uh, European Championship. So I, I don't know. Uh, I think that's the first thing I saw. I, I remember my grandma was really into wrestling and boxing and all types of sports. She was always trying to get me to get into it. And I did get into wrestling, and we would watch wrestling together, and she was happy about that. Boxing is one of the things I would get into a lot later on, like, 
I might not follow boxers or watch a full boxing match by myself. Like I'm not like oh where's the like I'm not gonna like order a boxing match on pay per view and watch by myself just to watch it. But if someone's having a boxing party or some shit like that, and they got food, and drinks, people over there, I'll go over there and check it out and stuff like that. We, you know, I'll, I'll like look up who's fighting and stuff like that just to be able to be like, oh, who you going to fight? Okay, uh, Triple G looking kind of good right now. You know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. You know, kind of, you know, Alvarez doing his thing. Type of thing, you know. And I know who the big stars are. You know, Adrian Brown, of course, because we share the same name. Uh... Manny Pacquiao, is he still fighting? I don't even fucking know. Triple G. Um, Tank, the Tank guy, Tank Davis guy, because he just got in trouble. Like, literally, the Crime Sports episode about him. And then, right after the episode, he just got in trouble again. So, that was crazy. Because you thought it would stop, but then, like, he just got in big trouble after that. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, so. And then, wrestling nowadays, too. It's like, I don't watch wrestling nowadays. One of the best things I do remember about, uh, this is so fucking funny. Back when I, back in 2019, when I was in the DR, I did DR, I did Dominican Republic for, for Christmas, and I was in London by New Year's. I would love to do that again if I had the money. I would love to spend each holiday in a different country. That's my, that's, that's a goal for like at least a year to do that, to be in Every major holiday, I guess you can count like Thanksgiving here, Christmas here, New Year's here, that type of thing, Halloween here, that type of thing. Um, when I was in Dominican Republic, and we, I went into a bar um, with a young lady I was seeing down there, and we went into a bar and they were playing uh, wrestling was on the TV screen, and Randy Orton was still wrestling. I'm like, God damn, 2019, Randy Orton was still wrestling. And everyone was looking at that, and they were like, oh, you know, they were into it and clapping, everybody's clapping and shit right there. I'm like, okay, whatever. I just remember that was like, that's like the last time I really, really watched it because everyone was watching it. And, you know, the girl I was with, she was into it, she was watching as well, and things like that. And <laughs> because there's a language barrier, I really couldn't get deep, couldn't really get a deep dive into wrestling. <laughs> well, you know that his, his dad is Bob. Uh, cowboy Bob Orton, uh, who is enough. The Undertaker uh, sued him because he gave him hepatitis. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That's why he's not around no more. Cowboy Bob Orton. I don't remember if that's true. Now, I do know there was a controversy, though, that Bob Orton bled on Taker, and there was something about him having hepatitis or some shit like that. I know Abdullah the Butcher got in a lot of trouble for that. He denies it to this day. They did the whole vice... Uh, dark Side of the Ring thing, and he denies he has it, even though his paperwork saying that he has it. Abdullah Butcher was not a good wrestler, but I guess because he stabbed himself with a fork, it was different. But it's not wrestling, though. He's not an interesting character. He doesn't do any promos. He doesn't have any interesting movesets. He's not flashy or fun to look at in the ring. He's just a guy who will, like, stab himself in the head with a fork. Like, I don't... I guess at the time period that was different, and I was like, "Oh wow, oh wow, that's different to see." But nowadays it's like, okay, so he's doing that. Like, okay, what else he's gonna do? Like Mick Foley is Mick Foley, Mick Foley, Mankind, Cactus Jack, Dude Love, Mankind. He's a legend, and I'm lovely. I'm glad to have met the guy. 
to be honest with you. I'm glad I met the guy. He's a really cool guy, really down-to-earth guy. I just, when I met him, though, that was so sad to see. I don't know if I can say or not. Because it was, like, so, like, he was did this whole show. And then what happened afterwards was, like, kind of like, oh, my God. Like, he's living like, that's how he's living? Like, I don't know if he's trying to save money or whatever. But, like, dude, come on now, dude. You were, like... And he's a nice guy, too, as well. It's like, he's not like an asshole or nothing like that. And I talked to him, like, he gave me a bunch of, he gave us, he gave the whole staff at the, at the, at the show free merchandise. And I had something. I had a fucking uh, bear that had the man, the, the mankind mask on it. I, I set it aside in the back. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to take this home. And I'm going to give it to my grandma. That was my goal. Somebody fucking took the shit. Somebody fucking took it. They said, oh, I'm going to take this and what I got after that. So I'm so fucking... Whoever took my shit, hope you fucking go to hell. And the devil sticks a dick in your ass, in your mouth. And he spit roast you for all of eternity. Getting, getting spit roasted at fucking a thousand degrees. On the evening of August the 26th, 2007, Bolia and three members of the pit crew for his drifting race team were street racing near downtown Clearwater using two of his father's cars. Bolia, who was driving a yellow Florida again, mind you. outside lane, fishtailed and spun across the road, crashing into a palm tree near Court Street and Missouri Avenue. Bolia and his passenger. 22-year-old. So they weren't even, I thought, you know, the whole story, I remember, I thought they were like street racing or something. And that's how it happened. I'm like, well, that's what you get for street racing. But they were just kind of, what's, what's fishtailing? Is that, like, it doesn't sound like street racing. I feel like if it was street racing, you would just say street racing. What's fishtailing? John Graziano were flown to Bayfront Medical Center. Uh, uh, Bolia was released the following day after receiving treatment for minor injuries. Graziano, who wasn't wearing a seatbelt during the incident, sustained eye and brain injuries and was expected to need medical care for the rest of he his life. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. John Graziano, he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. And that's what happened. He, he became a paraplegic. Motherfucker can't move nothing below his neck. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. So seatbelts do save lives. Even if it, even if you I guess even if you don't get ejected from the window thing, I guess it kinda keeps you in place where you don't get hit again. Cause sometimes when I'm in the car, I, I, I'll admit this, I, I don't wear my seatbelt all, I mean, I don't drive a lot. I'm in an Uber a lot of times, Uber or Lyft or some kind of ride share thing. And sometimes I don't wear my seatbelt. I'll get in and sometimes I'll hop in, I won't wear my seatbelt. But I'm gonna to try to wear my seatbelt more often nowadays. Because yeah, the seatbelts do, I've been in sometimes, you know, they make a hard stop and the seatbelt catches you. Like, oh shit, you know. But, I, you know, I was, I was just get kind of not doing it because the job, where I work at now is like 10 minutes away from where I live, 10, you know, about 10 minutes away driving from where I live. Um, I just, you know, think like, well, what can happen in 10 minutes? A lot can happen in 10 minutes. I can end up a fucking pair of bleach. Is Uber going to fucking pay my hospital bills? Like who, 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 who files a claim for that if that happens? Are you getting a fucking 
car crash in an Uber and you end up in fucking intensive care or some shit like that. Is Uber gonna pay for my 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 shit? The one time Uber called me about an accident was um, I was did I did a ride share thing and I shared a ride with someone to save money. This was when I was working late at night. I shouldn't have did it. No one, no one, no one I know nowadays. Just either suck it up and take that 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 big um, that big uh, uh, surge price because it'd be a surge price. Surge price would be like forty. Forty, fifty dollars to get home, and then like the shared price would be like you know, twenty, you know half that or something like that, and you took the shared price. This is before COVID, and you would hope like oh maybe sometimes they wouldn't get anybody on the way back, and you'd be able to get home on that price. Sometimes they have to pick somebody up, and the other person would be kind of cool, and not cool, but like. Sane at least, and they wouldn't be like rowdy or nothing like that. They'd be like, oh, I just got off of myself, man. You know, I'm just trying to get home. You know, drop them off, drop me off. You know, whatever, whatever. But this one time, I did it. Fucking, this it was it was this this one chick and a gay guy, and I, I don't mean to say it like that, but I remember he was like really out there. They're like, girl, I'm out here trying to get man's. He was like saucy Santana with it. I'm out here trying to get the man's. Mm-hmm. Looking for whatever's out here tonight, girl. It's like two in the morning, I think, if I remember correctly. One, two, three in the morning, something like that. I just got off work. Maybe I've been like drinking at work and we lost track of time and decided to leave after that. Whatever. But when I got in there in the in, in the ride, they were there. And he dropped them off first. And what ended up happening was they opened the door without looking to see if there was in- oncoming traffic. And someone came by and drove and took the door off the car. Right after they, you know, like right before they got out. Someone took the door off this guy's car. This poor guy's got no door in his car because of these fucking assholes. And I'm a passenger too, so I was supposed to get dropped off next. Now I have to fucking call another Uber. Because he's on the phone with Uber trying to tell him what happened. As we, you know, obviously, you gotta go through steps where it happened. And now, because of that, I gotta call another Uber. So now I gotta wait another whatever I am. I gotta, where am I at? I don't even fucking know where I'm at. Where, what's, what's the address of this place? We're really, literally next to a gas station somewhere in DC. I don't fucking know where we're at. Uh, Is it southeast, northeast? I don't fucking know. Like, looking for that. You know, wait another 10, 20, 15 minutes for another ride. Like, that was crazy, bro. That was super crazy that they, you know, that happened. And then they just fucking rolled out. They didn't even stay there to find out what happened or anything like that. After that happened, after the door flew off the thing, those two people rolled out. They just went on about their business. Like, um, your car's up, your door up street, your door from your car's up street right now. So, uh, bye. And they just fucking walked off. Fucking assholes. Assholes come back degenerates. Case is determined that Bonilla and the second driver, 22-year-old Daniel Jacobs, are driving at least 60 miles per hour in a 40-mile-per-hour zone. Both men were charged with reckless driving. Bonilla was additionally charged with using a motor vehicle in commission of a felony, operating a vehicle with a breath alcohol level of 0.02 or higher, 
and illegal window tint. Six months later, Jacobs admitted he was driving the second car and was handed a 90-day probation. Mm. His license was suspended for 90 days. He was also ordered to serve 25 hours of community service. Life suspended for 90 days, 25 hours community service, that's nothing. With some fined $500 on May the 9th, 2008, Bonilla entered a no contest plea and was sentenced to eight months behind bars. Who's, who's that girl he's with? She looks familiar. Red hair, or, but then that could be any fucking body. She, she generally looks like any fucking body, but then if you told me who she was and that was her, I'd be like, oh yeah, that, that's her right there. Red head, nose ring. Nose ring on the inside, not on on the outside. Nose ring on the outside. Who is she? Looks fucking familiar. He was also required to serve five years of probation and 500 community service hours, while his driver's license was suspended for three years. Five months later, Belia was released from prison for good behavior. In February of 2010, his father settled a lawsuit with Graziano's family. The settlement was intended to cover Graziano's long-term care. Yeah, now he's in a fucking uh, long-term care for the rest of his life. He can't move anything below his neck. Why is he like he's doing the people's eyebrow permanently? And that one, yo, he thought the shit was cool. And mind you, they were kids. They were 18, 19, 20 or some shit like that. And race and shit like that. But that's what happens, bro. It has to be consequence to your actions. There's no time limit on when your actions don't have consequences. If that was the case, then everybody would wild out until that time. You know, just say, like, you can do whatever you want until you're 18. Literally anything you want until you're 18. And once you start, once you're 18, then you'll have to be responsible for it. Cause their motherfuckers would wild out all the fucking time everywhere around the world. You know, like, no, you just get, you know, you fucking street racing and doing shit like that. You just got the bad, you get the bad pull the straw, bro. And to be honest with you, like, is it, I don't even, I don't know if he can talk or anything like that. I just know he's, he can't move anything below his neck. Five years after the crash, an extremely sad and grisly coincidence for John's family. His brother Michael was also a passenger in a speeding car and was also not wearing a seatbelt. The car slammed into the back of a dump truck and Michael was seriously injured, succumbing to his injuries a few days later. So clearly the family's against seatbelts because both brothers did it. I'm just saying, like, that should be a, learn a hard learned lesson. My brother was in the crash, wasn't wearing a seatbelt. He's fucking paraplegic now. Fucking gotta feed him with a fucking spoon and shit and change the cloth in the bag and all types of stuff. I don't know if that's what's going on with him. I'm just saying the that. And then you do the exact same thing. Clearly, fucking family doesn't learn. Number two. And I would bring it up in court. Clearly, this family doesn't fucking learn. <laughs> Both sons, different accidents. None of them learned anything. They'll make it a third one. I'll be like, it's really cool. They don't fucking wear seatbelts in this family. <laughs> Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly? Tennessee woman Grace Kelly. The oh, Grace Kelly. Daughter of Winona Judd. Sister of Ashley Judd, actress. I barely know who Ashley Judd is, to be honest with you. And I, I know Winona Judd is a, is, a, is a country singer, but I just. 
you know, whatever, I don't. One of the most widely recognized female country musicians in American history has been arrested multiple times for drug charges and a violation of probation. Grace had been arrested for meth manufacture. Meth manufacture. So it's not just possession of meth, it's meth manufacture. Was a charge. Why they count her fucking height? She's got fucking one half of her head is shaved off, and then the other half is like still there and it's puffed up. How they what how they count her height? Fifteen, but she didn't do any time then. Her real legal trouble started when the twenty-year-old was arrested on June the fourteenth of twenty sixteen. Nearly a year later, she pleaded guilty to meth manufacture, delivery, sale, and possession with intent. She received a sentence of 11 months and Grace Kelly. days in jail, all but 30 days of which were suspended. Kelly with a K-L-L-E-Y. Kelly. After absconding from her recovery program in 2018, she was sentenced to eight years behind Kelly bars, Judd. A Grace sentence Judd. that she was paroled from in November of 2019. In August of 2020. She's free. Winona Judge, Judge drug addict adult daughter Grace Kelly granted parole for a year prison sentence and ordered to treatment. 21, she was arrested yet again for a parole violation and was sentenced to be behind bars until March the 16th, 2024. In March of 2022, a judge approved. Okay, once you permanently decide to tattoo her your face like she did because they go back and forth between her having the tattoo on her face and then her like God damn she got a fucking big ass forehead shit is fucking mega mind head ass um once you once you get once you get tattoos permanently put on your face above your eyebrows or whatever it is because I saw one one chick with that one time I was walking around but you get tattoos on your face that means you don't give a fuck about your life that's how I see it. Because you decided to tattoo your face. Your face. What people are going to see when they first see you. Hey, how you doing? Oh, you got a tattoo on your face. But nowadays you can't discriminate because someone has that. But I would. If there's a, if there's a I wish they would pass a law. You can't work in certain industries if you have a tattoo on your face. Because when I was growing up, it was always if you can have as many tattoos as you want. Just keep them hidden, you know. My whole torso can be tatted up, up and down. But because I'm wearing a shirt and tie or whatever, you know, you would never see it. But nowadays, the fucking faces are tattooed, hands are tattooed. I don't, I don't understand that at all. You're blocking my self-expression, bro. It's not right. Allow Kelly to give birth in. So anybody who decides to tattoo their face is on drugs. No regular schmegler sane person says tattoo my face. You have all all types of other room on your body where you could tattoo something. Even if you if you want to get like a little like remember it symbol behind the ear or something like that. That's behind the ear. You really can't see it. Especially if you got long little hair or something like that. Or you're not looking too hard for it. But even now, it's like, yo, you're cutting it close. You got fucking tattoos on your face. You're a fucking menace to society. The real world. She went back to prison after giving birth and was granted parole. 
No, I don't show. They show fucking pictures of her looking dumpy, and now they got a picture of her long black hair, fucking titties all pushed up, fucking tattoo on the titty, tattoo on the hand, looking all sexy and shit. Nah, that bitch looks like a dub, bro. Don't try to make her look sexy. She's a fucking. She's a fucking. Again in 2022, despite her attempts to turn her life around for her daughter, she was arrested again in May of 2023 and is currently behind bars at Putnam County Jail in Tennessee. Number she nine, is awful. Michaela Spielberg. Michaela, this is the one I want to get to. Michaela Spielberg, very beautiful young woman, but clearly. I think she's, I believe she's the adopted daughter of Spielberg. I don't know what that consists of or whatever it was. And I don't know when they, when they, when they adopted her as well, because sometimes you adopt someone at at an age and they've already been damaged. That's why people don't like to adopt um, older kids because they feel like they've already been imprinted on and they've already had their set ways being put in, which is sad because older kids need to be adopted too, but a lot of times they feel like, well, you know, they're already done. They already kind of made the mind what they want to do. I'm not into that. So you get the babies or the toddlers and stuff like that and hope you can, you know, make it so like, oh, no, you're not adopted. You know, we've always had you here. Michaela Spielberg. Beautiful, beautiful young woman, but awful, awful, awful. From what I've heard about reports of her, the daughter of famed director Steven Spielberg was arrested in Nashville, Tennessee, on February the 29th of 2020 after an alleged incident of domestic violence against her fiance, 23-year-old Michaela Spielberg, and her fiance, 47-year-old Chuck. Damn it, dude! Had been drinking at a local bar. As the couple returned from the bar at around 4 a.m., the beer got into an argument. Hey, if you enjoyed this show that was presented for you, a lot of hard work, a lot of hard time, researching stuff via Google and Whiskey, um, please feel free to email me at 80comedyjokes.gmail.com. If you'd like to be a producer of the show and you want to show love to me and everything I've done, you can also do so by going to the Cash App, Cash App AD Comedy Jokes. Really appreciate anything sent. Even a dollar helps a dream come true. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not looking to come rich off this, but I just want to get my message out there. Really appreciate you all. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving me a chance. I can't express the thank you enough. I really appreciate you all.